Shine all around us. By day and by night, I'm giving you the words. Jesus. Shine all around us by day and by night. Oh, Jesus, the light of the world. I will walk in the light, the beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Shine all around us by day and by The light of Jesus, the light of the world. Oh, Jesus, the light of the world. Yeah, light of the world. Morning, beloved. Good morning. One more time and again, we're here. Lift up the name of Sweet Black and Jesus. Nine and nine. Yeah. Oh, Lord, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pass me not into are calling you Lord do not pass me by I'm going to read a, a small scripture for you this morning coming from the book of Psalms I'm just going to read 6 through 9 and it reads as follows 
Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks and we give be thanks God. be to God. Amen. 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 And Ashe. Allah fear God, my Lord, my Savior, you are so merciful. You are so graceful. You are my cherisher and sustainer of this world. I give you thanks and praise for waking us up this morning. You didn't have to do it, Lord. Thanks and praise for the breath in our bodies. I give you thanks and praise for family, friends, and loved ones. I give you thanks and praise for the beloved Community Thank Church of Atlanta Thank you, Lord. and our senior servant, Dr. F.P. Slaughter. Thank you, Lord. May the blood of Jesus cover us all from the tops of our heads to the bottom of our feet. And lastly, I meditate on Psalms 91 and 10. No evil befall any of us. No hurt, harm, nor danger come to any of our dwellings. And this is my prayer I humbly submit to you in the mighty majestic name of Jesus our African Messiah, our Lord, our Savior, our friend who walks with us, and soon coming King for his sake, I say amen, amen, Ashe, and Ashe. Ashe, oh! Shouting up. It's all good, though. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Man, it's a beautiful day to be alive, man. I'm so happy to just be in the sunshine, walk in the sunshine, feel it, rub it on my face, and come into a place and see friends who are present, and we have in our spirits the desire 
to give worship to our creator. It is a natural thing to do. It makes sense to do it. It makes sense to worship God. In a world of confusion and trouble and illness, dis-ease, it's a blessing to be able to have an opportunity to come into a space and worship the true and living God on the last day of the month of November, the last Sunday of November. All right, so uh, we're having a good time. So we going we're going to do what we do. Is the screen stuck? Because I don't know what to do. I, I think it's time for me to read the scripture, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. The response to reading for this morning. If you would, please stand and we'll read together verses 1 through 13 of, of the gospel according to Matthew. Uh, I'll read the first verse. I ask that you read the one that follows. We'll volley till we reach verse number 13. And the print will be black and we'll read it all together. Is that good? We having a good time? Okay, yeah. All right. All right. Um, then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will be not, not be enough for you and for us. You'd better go to the dealers and buy some for yourself. While they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Altogether, keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day you may be seated. Um, you know, I don't know if I like that story. I don't think, I don't think that rep represents an, an African way of being. I think that we share. I think that they, they could have shared some of that oil with the other, other I, you know, and I think that, I think that, a, and I think that the bridegroom uh, was really, uh, he should have brought some oil for all of the bridesmaids. That's what I think. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord God, we come to you thanking you for another day. 
It is unfathomable, the love and the grace that you pour out upon us each and every day. Sometimes with acknowledgement, but most times without even an acknowledgement or a thank you. And so today we come and say thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord. And we acknowledge your presence in the midst of us at this very present moment. Lord, we offer this invocation because we invoke your presence in the midst of us. We recognize that the Spirit is here with us because the Spirit dwells within us. So, Lord, we bless you, praise you, we welcome you, we welcome the ancestors, we welcome the living dead, we welcome those who will come from and emerge out of us in the time to come. Lord, we're careful to acknowledge the sounds that the ancestors continually make through us. And we open ourselves up to be vessels, to be used in eternal praise of an almighty creator. And so we love you, we thank you, we bless you, and we praise you, and we ask every blessing in the name of sweet black Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our soon-coming King, and it's for his sake that we pray, amen, 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 amen. and amen. amen. If you don't mind, put your hands together as we together, as we prepare to engage the guiding ideals of the beloved Community Church of Atlanta. The principles of Ma'at are first, and what I will do now is I will invite my dear baby son to come and to lead us through the guiding ideals. Uh, and I invite you to participate uh, as best you can. All right? Are we having a good time? Amen. All right. <laughs> Now it is time for the principles of my eye. I will um, read the word. Y'all repeat it after me, and then I will give a brief definition, and we'll move on. Is that okay? All right. Truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It's the presence of honest and open communication among the mighty and holy people of God. Someone say truth. Truth. Justice. Justice. It's when black people who need the most help get the most help. Someone say justice. Justice. Order. Order. Acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Someone say order. Order. Harmony. Harmony. Maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the group. Different notes blending together to make beautiful sounds. Someone say harmony. Harmony. Righteousness. Righteousness. Right thoughts. Right actions. Resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Someone say righteousness. Righteousness. Balance. Balance. Living a robust life tempered by wisdom wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. Someone say balance. Balance. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people activity. Someone say reciprocity. Reciprocity. If y'all found some truth in that, give a hand clap of praise. 
too with the principles of my art. And much foul stuff as I be doing, I did read that every Sunday. I need that. I be taking from it every Sunday. So I appreciate the principles of my art. Now it is time for the virtues of my art. And as you see them on the screen, we'll read them together on the count of three as we do. Is that good? All right. One, two, three. Control of thoughts. Control of actions. Devotion to one's purpose. Faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth. Faith in myself to assimilate the truth. Faith in myself to will the truth. Freedom from resentment under persecution. Freedom from resentment under wrong. Ability to distinguish right from wrong. Ability to distinguish real from unreal. I'll give another hand clap of praise. Now it is time for the Angusa Saba. As we know, the creator is Dr. Maulana Karanga. With December coming up, it's right around the corner. Even though we we try, we try to practice this 365 days a year, right? All right. So this is how we're going to do this in Guza Saba Seven Principles. I will say the Swahili word. You repeat it after me with power. We'll say the English word, and you repeat it with power. And then we're going to run through these stanzas. Is that okay? Okay. And if you believe that you're black and that you love the Lord, I need you to stand on your feet as we say it. Is that okay? All right. All right. Umoja. Umoja. Unity, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. I like that right there. Kuji Chagulia. Kuji Chagulia. Self-determination, to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Show enough, show enough. Ujima. Ujima. Collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. We try, we try. Ujama, Ujama, cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and to profit from them together. Amen. Nia, Nia, purpose to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kaumba, Kaumba, creativity to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Imani, Imani, faith to believe with all our hearts in our creator, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Thank y'all. Oh, 
Wonderful and awesome. I had a great Thanksgiving. I pray that you did too. So I'm happy to come in and, and give thanks. Let us pray. Oh, gracious God. Lord, we thank you, God, for so many, many, many blessings, God, that you have brought us to this place and space, Lord. At least we not forget, God, that from January 2021, 2022, Lord, you have brought us through, God, yeah. through toils and turmoils, Lord, through losses, <sighs> through losses, Lord. Yeah. Lord, you, you, you carried us, God, and in many cases, Lord, you picked us up. Yeah. Lord, and you carried us, God. Thank you. And then in many cases, God, you showed up when we were clear that we were lost and gone and out. But yet and still, Lord, you showed up and you showed out and we are still here. Oh, God, even when we thought that all was lost and, and we thought that there was no hope, we thought that there was no way we were going to be able to make it through, God, yet and still, you made the pronouncement that we are still here. And so, God, just as David said, even when I look to my left and I look to my right and there's the enemy um, all around me and even the leaders of the land 
are after me. But he went on and said, but I remember our ancestors and how you lifted them up and how you carried them through. Oh, and so I have to look back at my ancestors, our ancestors, that even in the midst of bondage, even in the midst of Jim Crow, even in the midst of all these laws that tried to keep us down, break us out, and take us out, yet they were brought through, yet he saved them, yet he raised us, yet he kept us. And so, Lord, yet will I praise you, yet will I call out your name, yet will I keep the faith, yet will I stand strong, because I know you will keep us, God, and you have, and you will. And so, Lord, we should say thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise you. Ashe. 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 Worship. I worship and adore you. Wanna tell you?
holy king, a carpenter. You are the living word, say. Bread of heaven, Come on. sent down from glory. Many things, many things you were on earth. A holy king, a carpenter. You are the living word. Bread of heaven, sent down from glory. Come on, say Many things you were on earth, a holy king, a carpenter. You are the living awesome ruler, awesome ruler, gentle redeemer, gentle redeemer, God with us.
Put y'all hands together. Give them. Make some noise in the room. All right, I just need you. I, this, on the day, I need you to imagine that you're me standing here, okay? And so I'm going to need that energy that you know that you would need if you were in this space, that energy and that attention is what I am requesting from you this morning. Uh the scripture for today is the same scripture that was used on last Sunday, Jeremiah 23. Um, and we're going to hit it from another angle today. Um, I'll read a few verses. I'll read it until you're hearing so you know what we're talking about. And you might remember this from last Sunday. Uh, woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people, it is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I will... I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them, and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. I'm going to talk to you again this week from the same subject that I used on last week. The Lord is our righteousness. Please be seated in the house. So uh, you can you can get excited about this man because I'm telling you this is a whole nother message, a whole nother different message. It's coming from a whole different direction. Twenty twenty seven is the year they say. The year that they say the truth will be revealed. Who is they? You may be asking yourself, and I'm glad you asked. They is the FBI. They say that in the year 2027, they will reveal the truth about who Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. really was. They plan to release information about his numerous infidelities, his curious sexual proclivities, his frequent drunkenness and use of colorful language and willingness to engage in fisticuffs. 
The plan is to make King's morality the issue as opposed to presenting his righteous acts as a basis for concern. They want to characterize King's complexity, his personal complexity, as unrighteousness. In an attempt to minimize his contribution to the implementation and practice of righteousness in the world, they want to paint an unflattering and scandalous portrait of a man of God as if God was not aware of who he or she was using to carry out the righteous work of social justice, human rights, and practical theological action through nonviolent means in the hills of racist America. See, white deception and subterfuge is normative in this world. Even if it is true, if they say it, you can't trust it. And you know I ain't lying. King was a godly man, but King was not God. Yeah, yeah. King did many righteous deeds, but no human alive or dead can claim the designation of being righteous. The real truth is the Lord is our righteousness. To be sure, our great ancestor, Dr. King, was a brother's brother, a preacher's preacher. He was an activist scholar, theologian, a brave and courageous thinker, theorist, strategist, tactician, organizer, and a black Baptist pastor who was educated to be a minister, not trained to be a preacher. He was a wounded healer, a shepherding shepherd who did righteous deeds in the name of justice for the people of God, but he was not God. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. The Lord is our righteousness. The text for this message is characterized as a messianic prophecy. The text is surrounded by poetry in the verses that precede and follow it, and scholars surmise that verses 1 through 8 of chapter number 23 were inserted at a later time. Mm. A messianic prophecy is a prediction that an anointed one, a special person anointed by God to carry out the work of bringing justice and love into the world would present themselves for service at appointed times in the history of a people. A Messiah is a liberator, a redeemer of the broken and the battered, a provider for the poor, and an advocate for the oppressed. And oh, my sweet sister and my dear brother, I wonder if you are aware that there have been at least in messiahs throughout history that preceded the coming of sweet black Jesus. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Heru was the first messiah born to Asar and Aset on December 25th in ancient Kemetic African culture, 4,000 years before Jesus of Nazareth. Horus, who was patterned after Heru, an Ethiopian Sudanese or African god was born on the 25th of December by a virgin around 3,000 years before Jesus. 
Zarathustra, an Iranian god, was reportedly born on December the 25th by a virgin around 1,000 years before Jesus. Krishna, a god of India, was born on the 25th of December by a virgin around 900 years before the coming of Jesus. Buddha, a god who emerged out of the people of Nepal, was born December 25th by a virgin around 563 years before Jesus. Mithra, a Persian god, was born December 25th by a virgin 600 years before Jesus. Thamus, a Babylonian god, was born December 25th by a virgin around 400 years before Jesus, while Adonis, a Phoenician god, was born on the 25th of December by a virgin around 200 years before Jesus. And so the concept of a Messiah, a Savior, a good shepherd did not begin with sweet black Jesus of Nazareth, our African Messiah. But the idea was made real and accessible and tangible by the advent of a black man created in the image of God who came not as a deity but as a human being with the capacity to connect us black people to the divinity that lives within us and so Jeremiah here is reintroducing an idea that had existed since the ancient of days. Shepherds were seen in Jeremiah's time as they presently are seen by us as persons who are responsible for providing care and protection for the vulnerable persons in our community. The shepherd was a metaphor for God, the protector, the provider. The shepherd, in effect, was the God of the sheep, the sheep God. The term shepherd comes from the Hebrew word roi, which literally means feeder. And Jeremiah here declares in verse number one of chapter 23, a message of doom and disaster for the shepherds who were feeding themselves as opposed to feeding the people. He writes, woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people. It is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them, so I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Jeremiah here is talking for God. He's talking bad about the kings and the princes, the politicians and the priests. He is denigrating the men who are in authority, the shepherds, the feeders. He's, he's denigrating the ones who are supposed to feed because they've eaten too much. Do you see? The feeders who are gorging themselves like dirty pigs at the trough of filthy luxury while leaving the people scattered and disconnected. Suckers, sellouts, scumbag Negroes and Negresses who exalt themselves at the expense of those of us upon whose backs they stand are still operating among us today. 
They fool the people, take advantage of the people's weakness and gullibility that was created by our enslavement and the enduring legacy of inferiority, which is validated daily by the imposition of white supremacy and patriarchy in our lives. <coughs> These so-called shepherds of today think that they are above the sheep that they should smell like Boucheron and Gucci instead of smelling like sheep. Shepherds ought to smell like sheep. Shepherds ought to be in the midst of sheep and have fur and wool all over them. Uh, but the shepherds that we have riding in Kulanons and Smelling all good and fresh. You don't smell like no, you don't smell like no homeless house. You don't smell like no bando. <laughs> they destroy us mentally. They pummel us with images of white Jesus, destroying our desire to fight. Mm, making us docile, forgiving new age slaves instead of soldiers in the battle for human rights. Black dignity and black power. I'm tired of these Gucci loafer, red bottom wearing boot wearing pimps and pimp tresses preening like peacocks in multicolored apparel pretending to be modern day messiahs. Oh, that God would intervene, break into our unholy existence and restore us to our rightful place of respect in the world. When we get our smell back right, then we'll get our respect back. Verse 3 says, Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where they have been driven to, and I will bring them back to the fold and they shall be fruitful and multiply. The text suggests that God is interested in pulling together those of us who wish to live free of the manufactured fakeness of Negro religious doctrine and dogma so that we can be strong and productive agents for change in this consumerist society. I received a call just yesterday from a brother who said to me, Brother Slaughter, I remember what you had said a few years ago. I need to get you back before the Southern Baptist black preachers so that they can talk, so you can tell them what you say, so that you can give them your perspective because only this perspective is going to allow this denomination to be able to continue. It will not continue based on lies and falsehood and fakery. It will not be able to stand. The church will not be able to stand until we begin to tell the truth and stop giving people lies, myths, and fairy tales and bullshit. Ah, this resurgence it appears will be led by a different breed of shepherd who will commit to providing a healing, guiding, sustaining, reconciling, nurturing, liberating, empowering presence in the lives of God's precious people. Verse 4 says, I will raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them and they shall not 
fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. <laughs> this appears to be the meantime plan that precedes the coming of a savior who will carry out the will of God for the people of God. Verse 23 and 5 uh, says, The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch and he shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. This is the messianic prophecy of which I spoke at the beginning of this message. Somebody coming. And I was thinking about this, this this past week. How we have been convinced, successfully convinced, into believing that black people don't need leadership. We, they successfully, they have successfully placed that idea in our brains where we say, we all got to be leaders. We all, we, if we gonna get in there, well, we all got to be leaders. They got a leader. They got leaders. Every nation got a leader. And we are a nation within a nation. And we ought to have a leader. We ought to have somebody that we go to who we expect to shepherd us, to cover us, to speak for us. But what they have convinced us into thinking is that all of our voices ought to be heard at the same time, which creates a cacophony of foolishness. That ain't on the paper. Spirit gave me that. In, in, in this text, God is promising a Messiah from the lineage of David, the African Israelite king. Okay? This soon coming king will possess attributes that allow him to do justice and to think right thoughts and to do right actions that benefit those whose self-image and self-esteem has been decimated and destroyed. He will lift up the heads of us whose chins are tucked into our chests, our chest, and whose eyes only focus on the ground beneath us. But he will be one of us. He will feel what we feel, be abused like we are abused, struggle with us, be human and complex and black like us. He will be discriminated against like us, targeted for destruction like us. He will come from among us and stand with us, not above us. Go smell like us. God will emerge up out of us, which is where God has been all alone inside of us. I'm preaching, it's okay. We having a good time, you know. <laughs> Could it be that the Messiah that we have been waiting on is within us? Could it be that the Savior for which we have been looking and calling is within us, within our souls, within our psyches, within our community, just waiting to be freed to manifest among us. I believe that all of this confusion, all of these crazy 
contradicting news stories. All of this is gaslighting. It's crazy making. It's to keep our minds locked so we can't free ourselves because our minds are locked up with foolishness. Each and every day they puddle us with garbage and trash and we consume it. And it makes us weak and crazy. Could it be that we can't see the Messiah among us because our enemies cause us to misconstrue, misidentify, and mistake righteousness for perfection? Could, could, that, could that be that? Uh, uh, well, isn't it true that Jesus was a man? A human being whose behavior was questioned by the authorities of the day. Isn't that true? Didn't, didn't they say that he took grain out of a field? Didn't they accuse him of, of stealing? Didn't they say that he was a thief? He, they say he took grain out of a field on the Sabbath day that didn't belong to him. And, and, and wasn't he guilty of breaking multiple laws and social restrictions of his day? Surely he didn't turn water into, into wine and not drink none of it himself. Ain't no way in hell I'd make you a barrel of wine and don't have a cup. Isn't it true that they say he was real close to Mary? So, so close that they made a song about it. Want to hear? Here you go. Mary had a little lamb. Oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> and some even suggest that he was very close to John as well. The disciple that Jesus loved. That's what it say. I didn't write it. Don't be looking at me funny. One translation of Hebrews 4.15 reads, our religious leader understands how weak we are because Christ was tempted in every way that we are tempted. Was he not accused, lied on, ridiculed, and they eventually publicly executed him as a common criminal for the crime of sedition. Didn't it happen? But yet, in his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety and this is the name by which he will be called the Lord is our righteousness. Oh, <laughs> my dear sister and my proud and strong brethren, I have come to discover that righteousness is not perfection. <laughs> righteousness is not perfection. Righteousness is having the right thoughts, the right intentions and performing the right actions that go along with your original intent. Right? And my sisters and my brothers, 
I need to tell anybody who's been wondering <laughs> why these preachers be tripping so hard and why these folks who we put our trust in and who are leaders, why we become so disappointed in them. It's because <laughs> God is the only righteous one. We attempt to attribute righteousness to humans and they just humans. We don't have the capacity to do righteousness because people's desire to be elevated, to be increased, to be enlarged, it trumps, it trumps, and pardon the pun, but it, it trumps people's desire to see everyone blessed. I want, I want to be blessed. I want my family blessed. I'm not necessarily concerned about your family. I need my lights and my gas and my water paid. I need my mortgage paid. I need another car. I need my stuff. I can't worry about my stuff and your stuff. And then if I can trick you into giving you my, into giving you to give me your money so I can pay for my stuff, I ain't going to worry about you. I'm going to take it. I'm going to pay for my stuff that I want. Ain't that what human beings do? The Lord is our righteousness. Stop looking for righteousness among humans. You will not find anything other than disappointment. God is the only righteous one. I'm leaving you. But all of us have the capacity to do righteous deeds. We all have the ability to perform righteous acts. We have the capacity to think righteous thoughts and, and, and we have the possibilities to usher righteous behavior into the midst of our community. But none is righteous. Yeah, no, not one. I began this message with the messianic prophecy of Jeremiah. But I, I want to close with the messianic prophecy of Zechariah, the father of John, the baptizer, who said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel for he has looked favorably upon his people and redeemed them. Mm, he has raised up a mighty savior for us in the house of his servant David as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets of old that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. 
Thus he has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered his holy covenant the oath that he swore unto our ancestor Abraham he swore to grant us that we being rescued from the hands of our enemies so that we can serve the Lord without fear in holiness and in righteousness yeah, before the Lord all of our days and you child will be called the prophet of the most high for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to the people by the forgiveness of their sins by the tender mercy of God the dawn from on high will break on us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into a way of peace. And I'll close it here but I wanted you to know that there is a, a Messiah in our midst and his name is the Lord is our righteousness he came down through 40 and 2 generations he came into the world through Bethlehem of Judea born to a virgin named Mary wrapped in swaddling clothes placed in a manger he stayed in the midst of the poor he lived in the midst of the destitute he grew up in the midst of poverty and he emerged as a strong man who moved around doing good healing the sick making the lame to walk didn't he do it y'all somebody shout yeah say yeah oh yeah didn't they accuse him didn't they lie on him didn't they whoop him didn't they arrest him didn't they tie him down shackled his feet tied him up made him a prisoner they walked him to the execution chamber on Calvary they hung him high 
stretched him wide. They made fun of him. They talked about him. They disrespected him. And he never said a mumbling word. Ain't the Lord all right? Somebody shout yes. Say yeah, Lord. He hung there from the sixth to the ninth hour, and he died. Didn't they kill him, y'all? Didn't he die? They took him down off of that cross, placed him in Joseph of Arimathea's borrowed tomb. He stayed there wrestling with death. All night, Friday night, he stayed right there. All day, Saturday, didn't he do it, y'all? He stayed right there. All night, Saturday night, but Sunday morning, he got up out of the grave with power. Somebody shout power in here. Say power. Power. In the palm of his hand. Ain't God able to produce among us a Messiah. I'm praying to God for our new Messiah might be in this room right here and right now. That's why we got to watch how we treat each other. Can't shoot everybody. Can't cuss everybody out. That might be your Messiah. You never know what your Messiah is going to look like. They said that his eyes look like fire, that his skin was like grass that had been burned. They say that his hair was like lamb's wool. what your Messiah looks like. That's why we have to treat each other with love and respect because you might be disrespected. Your Messiah ain't God all right. Somebody shout yes. Say yeah. Shout yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Shucks, that's enough. <sighs> the Lord is our righteousness. That's the point. <laughs> the Lord is our righteousness. 
and God will, God has done it several times. In several different contexts, God has sent persons to stand up for those who are disrespected. To stand up for those who have been intentionally placed at the bottom of society. Who are stepped on and trod upon. God intervenes on our behalf with a personality who is able to sit with kings and communicate but yet never lose the common touch. That's what I'm looking for in my Messiah. If you don't mind, stand to your feet. And if you're able to stand, I want you to put your hands together and start putting them hands together. And I want you to open your mouth and just shout thank you, Lord, if you already, if you're waiting for a Messiah to come, tell God thank you right now for a Messiah is on the way. Let me offer them to you right now. Let me offer them to you. Oh, we offer Christ to you. Oh, my.
matter where you may be. I'm talking to the people in this room, but I'm also talking to those of you who are tuned in and sharing this worship experience via social media. Ain't no sense in me playing with you. I know you watching, and it don't make sense for me not to talk to you. So this is what I want for you in this room as well as you who might be sitting in the comfort of your home. I want you to contemplate the possibility of becoming a part of this beloved community family. All you gotta do is just say, I wanna be down and you down. That's how we do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All you gotta do is say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, why don't you? Won't it fix your heart? You Won't it save your soul? It's a wrap, 12.30. Look at that. Come on, man, come on, man. Can I get a gold, can we get a gold star today? Get a gold star today, 12.30. <laughs> oh, man, it's been good. I've, you know, I want you to tell somebody about what we're doing, and for those of you who are checking us out online who may not have gotten here at the beginning during offering time, remember to cash app us at dollar sign the beloved community. That's dollar sign T-H-E-B-E-L-O-V-E-D-C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y. Okay? All right. Okay. Why? Because we love you. Because we love you. So, bless. All right. That's it, man. It's time to go. It's next week. Now, I'm going to tell you this right here. Uh, you know, I, I got the message, and this is an inside blood community situation. I got the message that somebody said something about they was planning on putting up some lights and I don't see no lights. And you know how I get about lights. You know, you know how I get about lights at Christmas. I don't, I don't play about that. I'm a black man. I suffer with depression and lights make me happy. So, <laughs> so if ain't no lights up in here, uh, when I walk in here next Sunday, uh -oh. I'm going to 
take lights and I'm gonna wrap this whole pool pit up and I'm gonna <laughs> spin around and wrap myself in lights and I'm gonna preach with the lights on me. If that's how you want your church to be represented, then so be it, we'll do it. Otherwise, stop playing and give me some lights in here, man. I ain't... Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good to see you, brother Harold. Man, it's been a, it's been a while, man. Glad to see your face in the place. And to each of you, to our, our visitors, I guess, thank you for, for being present. And uh, George, you're gonna have to stop coming in here with church over with all that. Get here on time, come on time. I know you be around the corner at the other church, but I don't care. <laughs> they ain't putting it down like we putting it down over here. So Amen. You just be over there eat, uh, eating breakfast here. <laughs> oh, and speaking of which, we're going to have breakfast starting uh, after Freedom School. Freedom School begins next week. Freedom School is at 9.30 a.m. Uh, make sure you're present for that. And breakfast is served uh, immediately following Freedom School. So... Put it out in the community, let the people know we're gonna be serving breakfast again. Also, I need to remind you that on Friday, uh, we got the Pittsburgh Paycheck NAA meetings. If you, like me, struggle with substances from time to time, uh, but my wife don't play, so I ain't never had no problem getting my paycheck home. <laughs> We do the direct deposit, but you know what I'm saying? If you have a pro if you wrestle with substance abuse uh, and you want to try to stay sober or get sober, meet us here on Friday evenings at 5.30. That's every Friday evening at 5.30. And it's called Help, Help, Help. Friday Pittsburgh Paycheck in a AA meetings in the Pittsburgh community. It's downstairs in our fellowship hall. And it's from like 5.30 to 6.30. Good brothers, good sisters, be here. And uh, come on if you're trying to hold on to your sobriety or if you're trying to get there. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, the food pantry is just open. The food pantry is wide open at 1117 Smith Street. If you know anybody who needs or who could benefit from a 30-pound box of food, we're giving them away right now in our other building, right at 1117 Smith Street. Uh, the day shelter is open during the day, so if you know anybody who is uh, unsheltered, who needs a place to get a shower, to get some food, we're doing that Monday, Wednesday, no, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're doing it, all right? So stop through if you need the help, we got you. It's the Little Zion Annex of the Beloved Community Church of Atlanta. Yeah, we're a little church, but we mighty, man. We mighty and we powerful and we bless the community. And if you want to help us, be a blessing, cash out, dollar sign, T-H-E-B-E-L-O-V-E-D-C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y. That's dollar sign, the beloved community. And uh, we'll make sure that you help us help and we'll make sure that we help, all right? All right, then. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. Freedom. It's our duty to win. Yes. The words are on the screen. You can say it with me. We must love and support each other. We must love and support each other. Nothing to lose.
got nothing to lose. Got nothing to lose but our chains. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose but our chains. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose but our chains. We ain't got nothing to lose. we thank you for this day for everything that we've experienced in this place we bless the souls that are in this room and those who are all around this country who are tuned into our worship experience Lord we need you to cover us we need you to be our righteousness help us preserve us protect us bless us as we worship you in spirit and in truth, and as we give you all of the praise and all of the glory for all of the wonderful beneficence that you show unto us. And we ask each and every blessing in the name of sweet black Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our Redeemer, our Deliverer, our Healer, our Righteousness, and our soon coming king. And it's for his sake that we pray, amen. 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 Ashe. 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 Now come on and put your hand up high in the sky. Reach up and get a handful of power and pull it down and shout, Harambe! 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 That means let's all pull together. And if we pull together, we can do all things through sweet black Jesus who gives us strength. You go in peace, and the peace of the Lord be with you. I love you, and God loves you too. Hey, hey, hey. We got